0: The only real way to success in our online businesses as Christian mompreneurs is through obedience to our business calling. He has called us to this path and has given us our unique guide to success through our spiritual and leadership gifting. I'm Jennifer Emanuel, 20-plus year solopreneur veteran. I started my journey excited and hopeful and the next thing I knew I was white-knuckled, frustrated, and stressed. Instead of trying to control our outcomes with hustle, grind, and self-help, join me as I clear the path of chaos, confusion, and misalignment. So we can finally enjoy our journey. Whether you're creating a business in network marketing as a homeschooler or a homestead mama or fresh out of corporate America, let's get you realigned with God's voice and get you back to the path of your business calling. Hey, it's Jen. Welcome back to your business calling. We are continuing on this week. With distractions of this whole year, we're discussing ways that you can increase your income without increasing your hours as a Christian mompreneur working at home and building your online brand based on your spiritual gifting. And so this week, we, uh, last week, we covered distraction, the distractions of perfection. And and it's funny because after I recorded that, there were several people just in, in talking that, um, had mentioned perfectionism and I was like, Oh my goodness. I just talked about this on my podcast. And like when things like that happen, I, I kind of look at that like a confirmation from God. Like people needed to hear this. People needed to be realigned. People needed to be reminded to stay on the path and that success is in obedience and, So that always feels like a really great confirmation when that happens. And we're going to be continuing on, like I said, with distractions this week. But before we do that, I love saying hi to new cities that have joined us from the past week. And I did like a scan of, um, because sometimes people come in not just on the most recent podcast, but on one of the other ones that they maybe did a, um, a search for. Specific term, and so I wanted to go back all the way to the beginning and do some hellos for that way. So we have uh, Clarksburg, West Virginia, we have Grove City, Ohio, Hanford, California, Lost Creek, West Virginia, Overland Park, Kansas, Uh, Parkmore, Gunting, South Africa. I hope I pronounced that correctly, Uh, Salem, Virginia in Severn, Maryland. It was so fun to see uh, people from all over the world um, are joining us. So thank you. Thank you. Be sure you check in next week at this time to hear, if this is your first time listening, to hear your city um, uh, called out because we love welcoming new people to the podcast. All right, today we are going to be talking about the distraction of shiny object syndrome. Chances are you've heard that. Um, it's been it, you can know it can be known as many things <laughs> as we go on today. But I'm going to talk a little bit about shiny object syndrome, as well as some other things that it's known as. Uh, then we're going to talk a little bit about what it might look like in your life. Why it's important that we we really do focus on minimizing this distraction and. How we can kind of just logically talk talk ourselves down off the ledge of shiny object syndrome. It's really just a fear, uh, and uh, we definitely it's definitely something that as soon as we are noticing it, we're in the, in in the grasp of the distraction that we can simply remove ourselves from it. So let's let's get talking. Um, of course, every good every good uh, conversation. Is uh, based on the definition, so we can make sure we are in the same on the same page as what we're talking about. So, shiny, indra- in shiny object syndrome is a pop culture psychological concept where people focus on a new and fashionable idea, regardless of how valuable or helpful it might ultimately be. While at the moment it seems to be something worth focusing one's attention upon, it's ultimately a distraction, either a personal distraction or something that is done intentionally to distract others. People who face a fear of missing out, this is another another uh, term that we hear a lot, people who face a fear of missing out are especially susceptible to shiny object syndrome as the distraction of shiny objects in themselves clouds judgment and focus. It's often used when people mistake something small and focused and fixate on it, to the extent that they lose the big picture. It's used within management literature, popular psychological literature, and across the social and computer sciences. The fear of missing out, known as FOMO, is a feeling of apprehension that one is either not in the know or missing out on information, events, experiences, or life decisions that could make one's life better. See a little bit of control and trying to manipulate circumstances in there? Our dirty little fist all clenched up white knuckled trying to make things happen? FOMO is also associated with the fear of regret, which may lead to concerns that one might miss an opportunity for social interaction, a novel experience, a memorable event, or a profitable investment. It's characterized by a desire to stay continually connected with what others are doing and be described as a fear that deciding not to participate is the wrong choice. FOMO could result from not knowing about a conversation, missing a TV show, not attending a wedding or party, or hearing that others have discovered a new restaurant. FOMO in recent years has been attributed to a number of negative psychological and behavioral symptoms, hasn't increased in recent times due to the advancement of technology. Social networking sites create many opportunities for FOMO, and while it provides opportunities for social engagement, it offers a view into an endless stream of activities in which a person is not involved. Psychological dependence on social media can lead to FOMO or even pathological internet use. FOMO is also present in video games, investing, business marketing. The increasing popularity of the phrase has led to related linguistic and cultural variants. FOMO is associated with worsening depression and anxiety and a lower quality of life, and it affects businesses. Hype and trends can lead business leaders to invest based on perceptions of what others are doing rather than their own business strategy. And this is also the idea of the bandwagon effect— where one individual may see another person's doing something and they begin to think it must be important because everyone is doing it and they might not even understand the meaning behind it and that may not totally agree with it. Nevertheless, they're still going to participate because they don't want to be left out. And a lot of these things were striking chords with me, especially the part about social media and how sometimes we hear social media as a distraction. And a lot of times in business, we, uh, we feel like we need to use social media as a way to create business when when we're in the room, so to speak, we are miserable. So we we heard some variants of it. We heard shiny object object syndrome. We heard the fear of missing out, the fear of regret. I almost look at it uh, in my experience of being at the playground and swinging on the monkey bars. So you know that instance when your your hand reached the next monkey bar and you were so thankful, like so elated that you caught the monkey bar and you grasped onto it and for like just a fraction of a second you're happy and then you're swinging for the next monkey bar and it's almost like you're addicted to that fraction of a second of happiness and joy and peace and comfort and celebration and then what do you do? You swing for the next monkey bar and you keep believing that that more the next one is going to be the best one and it turns into a pattern so the patterns when it for me it could be in a number of different things Uh, i'm 48 and so i can look back on life and see a bunch of different patterns um Growing up, whether it had, was my friend got a new got the the newest Barbie, I wouldn't be happy. I knew that that Barbie, if I got that Barbie, I would just be happy. I would just be content. There would be nothing else in life that I wanted, right? And then it turned into clothes. It was that guess denim jacket. Uh, we called them jean jackets, but that you know that acid washed <laughs> denim jacket with this silly little guess triangle on the bottom corner of it, right? Um, as soon as I got that, I knew I finally made it and that I would never want for anything else. And then it was car. It was the apartment. It was life experiences. And, you know, the older we get, the more we go through life, we have these experiences. And it's the same pattern. It may, the stakes might increase <laughs> The things might get more expensive, but it's the same pattern. Looking for joy and peace and contentment in anything but God. And so as I started to grow my business when I was in direct sales, the same patterns happen again. It was, uh, I'll be happy when I hit this goal. I'll be happy when I just get there. And over and over again, I would hit the goal, get the thing, win the prize, and yet that that hunger would never be satiated. And so as I was growing through my direct selling season, moving on to the next thing, working for myself, you come from a place of, okay, I just, I want to learn. I want to do what I can to get to where I want to be. And I really don't think that being prepared and arming yourself a little bit of knowledge is a bad thing at all. But when it becomes... The thing that is making you make poor decisions, the pattern started again with the, oh, that person has the answer. That person is going to help me get to where I want to be. That person is going to bring me the victory. That person's not. So then it turned into the gurus and who I was following and what they were selling and how it made me feel and all of the things. And yes, I learned things. Yes, I implemented things, but it never got me what it was that I truly was wanting. That hole fixed. That hole fixed. And so when things ha- were in um, March 2020, when all this stuff was happening, you know, I just got to the point where I was burned out. I was tired of running. I was tired of hustling. I was tired of striving. I was tired of trying to figure it out. I was tired of being frustrated. I, I pulled out one of the things that I'm, I'm good at, and that is uh, restoration. So I took a, a pattern of happenings that, that I saw in my life, and I thought, okay, how can we eliminate all of this excess? <laughs> all this stuff, quote-unquote stuff, physical stuff, emotional stuff, you know, knowledge stuff. How can we eliminate all this stuff, quote-unquote, that I'm li- lugging around? And what, What's the bottom line here? Really, what's the bottom line? And that's kind of where I came up with the answering the call program based completely on realignment with, with God, the confirmation step. And because I found that there's a difference between feeling the peace that obedience brings versus the weight of amassing more. More knowledge, more stuff, more contacts, more f- friends, more. More is not the answer. It's the one the one that is the answer. And that, I think, a uh, more and more uh, experience is leading me to understand. Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all of these things will be added onto you. And by the time you seek the kingdom of God, you don't want the things. <laughs> you know that everything you need is right there in the one. Where, as before, I was feeling... With repeating the same pattern over and over again and not getting the result that I wanted, I was feeling the weight of guilt, of shame, yes, even debt, versus the lightness and the airiness. And the high vibrations, if you will, of joy and peace and love and calm. And I was thinking, just as I was writing, uh, writing this out this morning, raising children is what one of the things that we do. It's one of the highest, most important priorities that we have. How would I rather raise my children filled with the weight of guilt and shame and debt and all of those things, or feeling the light and airiness and peacefulness and love that comes with a healthy relationship with the Lord. Do I want to be a reactionary mother, just reacting to things as we go through? Or how about like more of a like a, a wise, calm, quiet, gentle mother, like a Yoda, like a Mama Yoda. I mean, how wise was Yoda, right? And he was peaceful. And I I really think that that is uh, very much like a Jesus figure in Star Wars. We can go back in time when I was talking about that list that I have about how we can tell if it's God's voice or if it's Satan's voice that we're hearing. I'll attach that if you don't know what I'm talking about and the the episode that it was on. Uh, I, it seems like I, <laughs> I pull from that weekly, but... Um, one of the things is uh, you can tell when it's the enemy's voice if if you feel hurried that the enemy hurries you and so when I think of myself in this this shiny object sp- syndrome space or this fomo space it it's almost like i'm I'm being rattled on the inside. so as we're getting into four ways that we can eliminate the fomo and the shiny object syndrome. I think one of the most important things we can do is realize that we're in the thick of it. And what would that feel like? And when does it often happen? So for me, it happens the most when I am hurried or tired or hungry. My soul becomes anxious. It happens for me when I am in some si- some type of a sales presentation. A lot of times, I think as I read at the beginning that that the fear of missing out is built into a lot of sales promotions. You know, you can't fault the person, the salesperson, for doing that, right? Because sometimes people don't respond to that. When you are aware of what's going on, you can take the helpful, mostly helpful information that they're giving you in their presentation, you know, depending on what they're talking about, take the information and be able to process it so that you don't end up buying something that you weren't interested in buying. So let's let's talk about the four things we can do when we find ourselves in that space of fear. Basically, that comes down to fear, the fear of missing out, the shiny object syndrome. Let's talk about some things that we can do to replace that fear with our faith. Okay, number 1, realign. <laughs> I I want to see when I actually don't have this as number one on my list of things. On how to do things, but realign. The first step in the answering the call program has to do with confirmation and uh, the confirmation, the realignment, um, the re- kind of like a reminder of who's we are, who we are, and how we can posture ourselves for the benefit of uh, of the situation. And I have that free workshop that I created on confirmation on realignment, that is in the show notes. You just uh, click on the link, put in your email, and uh, you will get uh, immediate access to that uh, workshop. Um, and check your email because there's a workbook that goes with it that you get for free as well. Number two, uh, this is this one has been really helpful to me. So have you ever been at the mall um, and you saw the prettiest thing? It was just your eyeballs said to your brain, that is the most beautiful thing I have ever seen in my life. Your emotions start to take over, right? And you you say, even even if it's not expensive, that's that's just another layer. Let's just say that it's not the price, okay? It's you saying, I'm going to buy another thing that I really don't need. If I buy another thing, then I have to find a place for the thing. And then I have to remember I have the thing and I have to take care of the thing. Okay, so what can we do? We can remove ourselves from the situation to help to regulate your emotions, okay? Because we don't want to make judgment calls on emotions, okay? We, this is part of the fear of missing out. It plays to your emotions. It's a fear, okay? It's not a fact. It's a fear. So remove yourself. Oh my goodness, that green dress is the most beautiful thing I have ever seen, and I want to own that green dress and I, I find myself in that panic feeling that I'm my emotions are being manipulated. By, my brain is is manipulating me with my emotions, okay? Because of fear, fear of missing out on being cute, fear on missing out of looking professional, what, whatever that thing is that you are about to purchase. Remove yourself, go home. I guarantee you that if you really wanted that dress and it turns out that that was supposed to happen, you were, you were supposed to purchase that dress, you would be able to find it. Okay. You'd be able to find it online, a different store somewhere in America. The deal is, is when you remove yourself from the situation, you come back to your senses. There's something about the lighting in the mall. There's something about the atmosphere In the timeshare presentation, there's something about Main Street USA and Disney that makes you want to buy a cookie. Okay, there's things, (laughs) in case you didn't know, they pump scents into the street that smells like fresh-baked cookies. So there are things that are being done to affect you. Number three is trust that even if you don't get the thing, that everything will work out the way it's supposed to. So this is the part Where you realize that you're already all right. (laughs) That he will never leave you or forsake you. That he's, it's not like he says, you can't have the thing and good luck on your own. No, that thing is not for you. And everything's going to go on being all right. Okay, you're going to get through this. Something else, something better is what I have for you. And then we trust. We have the faith in that. And number four, this is, it could, uh, this could almost be three, three B. 3A and 3B. Remember the previous instances where you, when you trusted him. Remember those instances and how that felt in your soul. Then remember the times you didn't and you hopped in and you did something without being told to and how that felt to your soul. And finally, the fifth way on how you can eliminate as much as possible caving into FOMO or shiny object syndrome. We want to get into gratitude. Pay attention to all of the things that we already have. So we don't have that car. We don't have that house. We don't have whatever material thing you could think of. We don't make a million dollars a second. We don't five million downloads a day. You could focus on all the things you don't have forever and stay miserable and in that place of lack, letting FOMO and shiny object syndrome be your leaders. Or you can shift your perspective and get into gratitude and pay attention to all the things you already have. And maybe, just maybe, you'll see that what you need, you already have. It's that... (laughs) It's that whole Dorothy from Kansas thing with the ruby slippers. You had that the whole time. And once we realize that, how free, how lightweight, how airy, how simple, hello, simple, our situation is. Building our businesses based on what he's asked us to do. He asked us to start it in the first place. We know who he is, who we are, and how we're supposed to be aligned. So we've gone from chaos to confirmation. The next step after we remember these things is To go from confusion to clarity. And I dare say that, if nothing else, FOMO and shiny object syndrome cause confusion. It's a constant interruption of staying on your path, walking with God on the path. All right, next week we are continuing. We're continuing with distraction. All right, let's close in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for our time together today. Thank you for showing us that we are not the only one who experiences these tricks that the enemy tries to play on us to get us. off of the path that you've asked us to walk with you. Please help us to remember to put on our full armor every day. Please help us to trust that you are out in front of us. Please help us to focus on what you've called us to do so that we may be of service to those people in the body that you've asked us to be in service for. To be there for them, to help them on their journey as they're walking the path with you. Let us have a great week as we are wrapping up the month of April. Help us to keep you first in all we do. Please forgive us for our continued sheepishness (laughs) in wanting to Stray, thinking that we have better ideas or that our path is the most important thank you for all the blessings you've given us the things that you we already have and help us to realize the most important thing that we have is your love and that's all we need bottom line in jesus name amen all right everyone we will see you i think next week we're in may friday may 5th is the next the next down, the next drop. So uh, share this with a friend. If you think that this this perspective on being successful in business, your, your online business, as you are using your spiritual gifting to grow an online business, to serve your family and the body of Christ, if this is something that uh, has made a difference in your perspectives or your thought processes or your heart, be sure that you are sharing this with somebody. And on your podcast feed, leave a, leave a rating and maybe a few words on what I can do to, to make this time we spend together even more valuable. Have a great day and a great weekend, and we will see you next week. Take care.